This is CliffCentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the CliffCentral.com website where there's a show for you. And it is good morning to you and to you and especially to you. As you start this Thursday, spring, summer's in the air. Something's going to make you happy. Something's going to make you smile. Something's going to be beautiful. I've got to tell you, I've got a very special guest in the studio. But I, I, I've got to tell you, when you write a song called Spring and your name is Elvis Blue, I think we've got something going. What, you're not on yet. You've got to like put the... I've got to put buttons on. Am I on now? Yeah, but we're playing your song, you see. We're yes, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm feeling it. I'm excited. I feel a little bit of pressure now with that announcement. You mm. know, the way you, you climbed into it and mm. it has to be good now. So say good morning to you. Thank you. Good morning. So they good morning. Away. I try to tell my story, but yeah, nobody man. ever came. I don't want to burn out or get stuck out in the rain. Let me feel your fire. Come on and let me Well, I've got to tell you, it's a very, very special show because, you know, we've got Elvis Blue talking about spring and stories and yes. things and, and beautiful things. Um, Ryan DeVillers is here, and I've got to tell you, I read something about Ryan DeVillers that said something quite incredible. I'm greedy and hungry for everything. Was something that you said in the interview. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember where, where that was. Well, but I, yes. I read it. <laughs> and um, he... Uh, Plays Ms. Trunchbull mm. in Matilda, which, by the way, is a showstopper and unbelievable. <laughs> Jakob von Rensburg will join us on the line a little bit later talking about The Little Prince. John Robbie cannot join us because they're about to do a big interview with, uh, with what, one of the other television uh, well, with top billing. So the whole of the pantomime is going kind of crazy that side. <laughs> and and I, I, I can't believe the things that are going on around me. The magic of entertainment, the magic of beauty, the magic of kindness. And this is why we call it the unview. Because we're the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. And there's a secret in it. Because my opening guest, who is meant to be on the line, walked into studio. And I'd like you to... Let me just do this. Because presenter, producer, woman of the year, Doreen Morris... You don't do interviews and you don't come out of your house. <laughs> okay. I just want to say this because the unview is because the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. Who's ever thin enough? Who's ever rich enough? But guess what? We're always fabulous. That's the concept. I like that. Absolutely. I really like that. It. Yeah. And we are enough. In and we, of ourselves, we are exactly. enough. That's the point. Yeah. Because... You know, listen, we're all going to be on diet, we're going to be shorter, we're going to be older, grey, whatever. That's the thin part. The rich, well, I tell you, rich comes in many, many, many things, you know, mm. family. But then people look at money, but we're never that rich, if you, if you think about it. But we're always fabulous. Yes. Mm. That's Fabulosity. true, man. It's a, it's a cool thing. That's why it's called the unview. Yes. Sumizin actually <laughs> came up with the name together. He's now doing incredible things. Yeah. 
He wasn't in your idols. No, he wasn't there. Those, the, no. those, those years. Mara was there and Gareth was there. Yes, huh? yes, How yes. How time yes. is 2010? Yeah, it's a long time ago, man. He wasn't even born yet. I mean, <laughs> I was in matric. <laughs> I was in matric. And, he, and, 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 and you're from Johannesburg. Yeah. Okay. And he's from KwaZulu-Natal slash Eastern Cape. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Wow. And the magnificent Doreen Morris is from Earth. Because guess what? When we were all little kids, okay, this person arrived on television. And I remember it, by the way. You and Manu Padiachi. In particular, and everyone said, "Welcome to Mnet," <laughs> and then we had open time. Yeah, and it was open it's time. So it was so open so time. You weren't like, even born. I no. had open time. It was open time. You, you waited for it. Open. You waited for it. Eh? Yeah. And then Katie, you like kind of like slept out. Little. Yeah, because now when open time wasn't on, there was just this blurry thing. Yes, yeah. yes. But that means that your Mnet is on. Yeah. But you're waiting for open time. <laughs> and you had Radabi, Radabi, yes, just on SBC. Yes. That, that, that's yes. Doreen Morris present Rabubia. Correct. <laughs> Help me here, man. Get involved. Sing a song. Yeah, but a I've got to tell you, presenter, producer, woman of the year. Wow. 1984. Mm-hmm. You walk into the SABC. Mm-hmm. And they asked you to use another toilet. And another club room. Before that, when I, when I walked in, I was announced and they said, your guest, um, Doreen Morris is here, but you didn't tell us it's a maid. And 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 that was that was the oh introduction to the SABC. Ach, nie, and then I did, I did my interview and Ach, nie, I, man. I did my audition and I knocked it out the park and I had to go for my screen test and I walked into makeup and they said um, we have nothing for you. You need to go on air with your bare face. We just do, because there was nobody there that looked like me. Not security, not in the kitchen staff, not on reception. Nobody. Um, and then of course It all happened Yes, yes, like you say you, A shift was eight hours long And there was no bathroom for you And uh, You had they, to use your bathroom outside or somewhere they, didn't, else. they didn't want to know They didn't want to know It was just, you know, don't ask, don't tell Just handle your business on the quiet We can pretend we don't know about it So but I would you s- the choice, yeah. sneak in there when I thought nobody was watching and yeah. so on. 1984 Yeah this has taken quite some time because I interviewed you seven years ago. Yes. And then the last time you were interviewed uh, was with when Madiba passed away. 2013, correct. Correct. And I was lucky to get you on the line and I cannot believe you walked into studio. <laughs> I was kind of shocked and I kind of freaked out because like, if you talk about the legends of not only presenting, empowerment, but producing, <clears throat> Doreen Morris. But I came because I just adore you and I believe in always doing your best. And my best in this case would not be on the line when I'm just down the road from you. <laughs> I, I can't believe you. Alan Ford. Nah. Everybody loves you. Nah, but I love you. That's incredible. Can I ask you something? Mm. Do you know the impact that you created in the TV world, the entertainment world? Do you realize that impact? And I want to just remind people of something quite, quite, quite exceptional. Sun International owns Miss South Africa. They have for the past, I would imagine, I could get it wrong, 14 years, 15 years? Um, 18 years. 18, 18. years, okay. Mm. But when Karishni won and... Basitsana. Basitsana won. Peggy Sue. And Peggy Sue won. Bernie. And Bernie Daniels won. Sanyo and Rossiti. Won. <laughs> um, 
You owned the pageant Correct You owned Yes Miss South Africa yes. You took Miss South Africa And you put them all on platforms Let you see why yes. you're a brilliant producer And this is what you did And, and people forget that Because yeah, they go like and, Wow And can you believe that That was my first foray into producing <coughs> I'd been a presenter I'd been behind the cameras Always And I was a host of Miss South Africa And after the pageant I would always give them notes and then Sunday Times and report, um, in 1994, they came to an impasse with a pageant. They just really didn't believe that they could take it forward and they wanted to, you know, divest. Mm. So they came to me and they said, you have a mouth on you. You're always telling us what we should do. Why don't you buy the rights and do it? And that was my foray into producing live, two hours, eight cameras. <laughs> Miss Deep end. Deep end. Yes. And look at what these people have done. Yes. Was with it? that platform. Wasn't, wasn't that such an incredible blessing? But, you know, Alan, we always focus on the ones who won. There are so many other success stories of women who didn't win that title, but they've gone on to do amazing things. And they're medical doctors and they're civil engineers and they're working in government, et cetera, et cetera. And that for me is just the biggest reward. Absolutely. Remember, all you have to do is create the platform. Yes. And it shall arrive Elvis Bloom Your mother Piano teacher Yes Taught you the clavier Well she tried Here's the the embarrassing thing Yes I want to know (laughs) We died you know Elvis Because you don't listen to your mother when you're a youngster Eh, We never did You know Do you listen to her when you At at this age at 39 You're like no But now I do Really Yeah I think I, I listen to her now Slightly You know I recently wrote my parents letters To ask them all like deep like really deep questions mm. While they're still here Because sometimes You know you grow up With your parents But you don't really know Who they are You don't know what What their biggest failures were Or the things that scared them Or what the best book They ever read was mm-hmm. Stuff like that So I wrote them this letter But with a piano My mom was a piano teacher But I was like Now nah, I'm going to play the guitar So I went for a few lessons With my mom But I didn't really listen mm-hmm. And so after I had left home I had to learn piano All by myself all by myself, you know. <clears throat> okay, so because so, so, this is important, because we do this, Doreen, generally between ten past nine and twenty past nine. This is what we do. Correct or wrong? Here we go. Someone's got to sing something. Oh my! So goodness. here we go. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Hit me. So I don't know. Wait, I didn't say it's you. Okay, okay. <laughs> Doreen, yes. can you sing? <laughs> <laughs> I could try a few bars. Didn't warm yeah. up the voice, but mm. I could try a few bars. What is your favorite song? What could you do? If you were, what do you sing in the shower? Doreen Morris is going to sing. Not oh my goodness. Sing. Elvis, please sit over there, please. please. I'm so excited please. right now. Ryan, just go sit okay. over there. Ryan, we haven't got we to Ryan so Deville yet. We haven't got <laughs> to Ryan Deville yet. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting. This, this, and I'm going to, come on, Doreen. What are we going to sing? <laughs> I start with a worship song in the shower, actually a gospel worship song. Hit us. Let's go. We'll help you. What's it? What is the song? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the Lord God Almighty. Yeah, man. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) That's as much as I'm going to do. Love. And then, and then it goes into like Pharrell or something else. <laughs> and what would you do then? Pardon? Go into it. Wow. Yeah. Everybody get up. 
Okay, let's start. Kareem Morris is instructing. We might have a show. Get up. Come on. Okay, okay. Come on, come on, come on. We're going to get up. Come on, Ryan de Villiers. Oh, my goodness. This is so cool. Ryan is so tall. I'm going to... I feel like Matilda. Especially if you need a microphone. I cannot. This is what we do. All right. Okay. What are we going to do? What, what song is this? <laughs> Blurred Lines. That's the one I normally start with. Okay, get this just with something of it because yeah. I don't really know it that well. Ryan, you have to lift the microphone. Do you know Blurred Lines? Um, I only know Blurred Lines. This morning I haven't warmed up to Don't ask me to say it. No, no, no. I always sing it, but we're all standing up for something. Okay, Doreen, come on. Listen, the man... I mean, one idols has been in uh, London, New York, albums, English, mm, 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 Afrikaans. I can play for, I can, he can do something. So, Elvis, what are we going to sing no, this man. morning? No, no we're going to Come on, Come man. on, man. This is what we... Doreen standing. What's that song? My kids are, are onto it now. What's this? What uh, what's that dude? Um, he what's was just dude? with... He, they just played... Gareth Cliff just played his song. I got sunshine in my pocket. I got that good soul in my feet. I can't stop. It's Justin Timberlake. Oh, is it Justin? Come on, if that wasn't good enough for you, what what is? Can can you play it? Because everyone's gonna sing it right now. This is what we do. Welcome to ClipCenter.com. This is my kids are into this song right now. Yes, this is the tune. Guys, you need my headphones. I got this feeling. Yeah, man. Feeling. Now, if my kids were here, there's serious dancing happening. Other than dancing. There's serious dancing happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but this is gospel. <laughs> and use your fat proper. I've got sunshine in my pocket. <laughs> this is how, isn't this fun? I, I mean, this is insanity. This is this is what we do. I know. This is why we're insane. Who's ever thin? Whoever is rich? But we're always fabulous. This is what we do. Sit down. Sit down. Sure. I mean. Jeez. Are there webcams up here? Yeah, stuff. Oh Who my cares goodness. who's looking? He's ready. <laughs> Remember. No, we've done it. Do you, do you huh? understand the rules? Yeah, who's are... ever thin? Yeah. Who's ever rich? But we're always yeah, fabulous. 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 Yeah. Guys, I'm so sure. What a what an incredible lineup. And what an incredible show. <laughs> um Dorina, I want to come back to you for a second. Woman of the Year. Wow. Oh. That's incredible. Oh. How did it feel? Because I watched you get the award And it was it looked surreal And There were people that had tears And standing ovations And It, it was Glamour Woman of the Year And there were An incredible bunch of other women with you Yes But sure To have That title And to walk up With such grace What What did that mean to you? Firstly, when I got the email, I didn't believe it because it said, it didn't say you were nominated. You know, it said you are our Glamour Woman of the Year in the icon category. And I think I completely blocked it out because I forgot about the email. Mm. And then a week later, I went and I read it and I left it again. I thought, oh, they'll just forget about it. (laughs) 
Um, but it was a lovely compliment. And Alan, I'm always a little bit skeptical about mm. these awards when they say, uh, the best, uh, presenter or the best producer or whatever, because it's such an arbitrary thing. You can never say, it's like you're saying, uh, you know, who's rich? Who's, who's, who's the thinnest? Who's the thinnest? Mm. It's an arbitrary thing. But when they say that we are recognizing your body of work that you have done over time, mm. that made me think back. That made me go back to those beginning days at the SABC, being at Mnet before it even had its name, being part of that founders team. Mm. And I said, I can work with that. I can receive that. And it was such an honor just to be nominated along the likes of people that I've Always adored, you know, people like um, Connie Ferguson, Connie Ferguson, Dr. Cindy Fansale, yes, Far- incredible, yes, Shekinah. Um, people are doing so incredibly well in the activism and NGO sector, etc. You know, just really strong people, and that's what, what the citation was. It was about strong women who have made a positive contribution, mm. and I absolutely, absolutely <coughs> love that. And what do you think? If you had to explain to people like us, okay, that are not, and I've got to say it, in the like the sixty number yes, area, correct? Okay, people who don't have Sasa cards yet. Yeah, <laughs> Sasa cards. <laughs> Sasa. They, they don't know what those are. <laughs> what are Sasa cards? Do we? Do we? We, I mean, listen. I just turned forty. People who, people who turn, uh, people who get government pensions typically uh, okay. have to get a Sasa card when you turn sixty, ah, and then you don't get yes. your seventeen hundred or whatever number rands okay. per month. Yeah. My mother turned sixty um, two days ago. <laughs> Happy birthday to your mom! Incredible. Sixty is fabulous. Tell an her. incredible woman, and I, I wrote this, and I said, you know, an activist, a strong, powerful. Lebanese woman mm. who mm. who did things beyond uh, held her husband her family we did it together incredible and I, mm. I laughed on the fifth of November and I said mommy you and I I mean proud to say you got like have your son in your forties and you're still in your fifties but tomorrow we turn a hundred together mm. it's kind of cool <laughs> it's kind of cool and daddy's still around wow. and we've got my brothers and my family it's wow. a big fat Greek. Lebanese, we're not oh, Greek, but Lebanese wow. like insanity, mm. which is magnificent. Yes. And um, the incredible part of it is that you start as we walk through the years, hopefully, to understand that, sure, stop sweating the small stuff. Yes. Start to create and manifest as you can. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying about all the interviews and how, how great your hair looks or how thin you are or how rich you are. Always be in the space that you can be with yourself. Mm. And that's incredible because you are in Stop. your 60s. Stop comparing yourself with other people's Instagram posts. Yeah. Because you'll stupid. always, you'll always mm. be unhappy. And the thing that Elvis said earlier, mm. you know, about appreciating your parents, asking those questions, mm. taking the time to understand who they are because they're not always going to be around. Mm. I I still have my mom at 88 and I'm beginning to do that too. Mm. Um she's quite resistant, but I record her when she's when she's not watching <laughs> just so that yeah, you, you know, still have people, something there, you know. have those memories in time because we didn't do that with our dad. Mm. And there are things that we are only beginning to realize now and to appreciate now and conversations that were never had and you can't go back to that. Mm. At the end of the day, you know, your your real 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 legacy 
is the lives that you have touched and that you have impacted. It's not going to be, um, it's unlikely to be buildings. It's unlikely to be, you know, physical, tangible things that you created. Mm. We talk about this, and I, I now want to find a bridge moment because it's actually mm. the most poignant bridge moment that you can get is that you go off to Peter Turin, uh, to the Teatro, and then you watch a Roald Dahl book on stage yes. called Matilda. Okay, now listen to this. It's a production about a child that was never loved by her parents mm-hmm. and found love elsewhere in the process of that brilliance of what that child did. And to think about it, that it's kind of coming back to a very interesting point that now we've got Matilda happening, we've got people talking about parents, and Ryan DeVillers joins us and... What a great production, Matilda. I mean, it's a second time. and It's unbelievable. I'm so proud to be a part of it. <laughs> Thank you. It's I've sad. just got to tell you uh, about Ryan. <coughs> Look at him. Look at How pretty. Yes. Dashing. Dashing. <laughs> Dashing and daring, courageous and caring. <laughs> Sorry, this is not the gummy berry juice. <laughs> but, and you must see him on stage playing Miss Trumpball. Miss <laughs> Horrible. Not so dashing. Shocking. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. Uh. This is quite an unbelievable role because you haven't really done musical theatre and you went for the audition in Cape Town yeah. and you said to yourself, if I don't do it, I might as well give it a shot. That yeah. was your thought pen because I, I read all the interviews, by the way. Yeah. So, And you walked in there and you got the role and everyone went like... Who's Ryan Davilius? <laughs> okay, and someone said, <clears throat> "I post somewhere because some people are just really stupid." Um, they said, "Like, but he's a man. Like you're an idiot. Like it was. You would never think that 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 you were a man, but you were greedy and you're hungry for everything, and you gave it a shot. And yeah. how did? I mean, it's an unbelievable role. Tell me about it. I know it's it's an incredible role, and I'm so lucky and. Um, yeah, uh, privileged to actually have this role. Um, it's I I didn't audition for it in the beginning. Um, I just auditioned. I was like, okay, I need work. I'm an actor. I need work. I'm going to audition for a musical. I've never done a musical. Let me just give it a go. And then after a long audition process, um, I eventually got the part of of Miss Trunchbull. And um, yeah, it's it's been it's been a lot of work. But I I I've grew up watching and reading Matilda oh my word and I loved Miss Trunchbull so much I actually watched the movie the other day again mm. just to like she's horrid eh? she's lovely and then, <laughs> she's not lovely she's horrid <laughs> but she was an Olympian she was yes and um, I don't know but there is something like there's something sad about her as well you know which which I think everyone can sort of identify with a little bit um, like our mean sides or you know like everyone can identify a little bit with with someone like that. Obviously, she's like an extreme character. Um, Ryan, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I want to just tell you something because I'm coming back to Doreen for a second. Doreen, do you remember when people entered Miss South Africa Mm -hmm. and they won the titles? And we've seen it recently with uh, Rolene Strauss in particular. Yes. And she did her role and she did her thing and then she ended it and she got her... She, she became a doctor, medical doctor. Mm-hmm. So Ryan is still trying to finish his BCom, mm-hmm. 
in between what you're doing, mm. <laughs> which is quite unbelievable. Which is going slowly in between which is all very, of this. But you'll but do yeah. it. But, but yes. isn't that incredible? You'll do it. So, so you're doing finance on the side. You're, like, mm. like you're writing your papers, you, roads. You're running around like a looney tune. And it's incredible. I mean, and, and that well, happens so often. But that's the key, mm-hmm. is that you need someone to unlock something that you're doing for you to be able to express yourself and get to the goals that you need, I guess. Yes. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned pageants, and there's so many examples of that. You know, Bus <coughs> interrupted her studies. One Miss Essay went and completed her studies. Sonia Rossiti went back and did her master's afterwards. Um, it happens, mm. and it's so wonderful about the time in which you live. I mean, Peggy, she so, went off to Oxford or Cambridge. Um, what? University of Manchester. Yeah, somewhere incredible. And it, and and did a master's. Yeah. Yes, in economics, and now is managing this huge investment portfolio mm. um, at Investec. And and when we met her, she had done part-time modelling. She'd uh, worked in a club as a hostess. And she'd worked on her granny's pig farm. She could tell you everything about raising piglets and taking them to market. <laughs> now she's this high-powered business woman mm. who can explain, you know, complex investment theories that, you know, I can't even fathom. Yeah. Mm. Shows you. That's the magic. That's how it goes. So, Ryan, now <clears throat> sing something. Oh no! Shame. It has to be Barry White. It has to be Barry White. It has to. Something like so low. Yeah, but but like (laughs) maybe that only whales and elephants can hear. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll sing something, but you guys won't hear it. (laughs) Okay, go with it. Okay, there we go. I've done it. Yeah, it was too low for it us to hear. Oh, frequency. Okay. The whales are yeah. freaking out right now, and the elephants too. It vibrates on a different level, Alan. Elvis Blue, the 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 name is very well known. Yeah. Um. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Since 2010. But but why Elvis and why Blue? Yeah, because Jan Wuchendijk, which is mm. my real name. I know. That's what I was going to get to. <laughs> it's, but not, it's not rock and roll at all. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I tried. I actually did try. I released two albums with that name. Really? I, really. No one bought them. <laughs> and, uh, what did you sing on them? Look, the music for me, it was, I loved the music. It was, they were two, actually two gospel albums. Um, and uh, I was about 26 and 28 when I released those two albums. Mm-hmm. Before those two albums, I, I released three other albums under another name. Mono was, was, was a band. But no one bought any of those albums. So, you know, I was starting to think, you know, maybe, mm. uh, you know, yeah. learning and, okay, this doesn't work and maybe this would work. But I, I knew Jan Wuchendijk wasn't going to cut it, even though I'm, I'm quite wild about the name. It was my grandpa's name and, you know, but – and so I met someone with the name Elvis Blau, mm-hmm. who was this young kid, and it was very, very cool. He was at my wife's work. But she did marketing for a hospice mm-hmm. and a children's home in George. And this kid was really, a, he was just a cool kid, man. Mm-hmm. He wanted to play keyboards. He wanted to be famous. And I told him we should change his name to Elvis Blue. And, um, and uh, I thought it was really cool. And he did too. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, about two years after I met him, he was in the hospice. He passed away. Mm-hmm. And about two years after that, sure. I was 30 and no one bought any Unwoken Lake albums. <laughs> and and uh, so the angel in heaven like popped in and said, How's this? And this name, um, I couldn't think of a name. 
But I knew Jan Wuchendijk wasn't going to work if I walk up there with Gareth Cliff. The Gareth is just going to laugh at me mm-hmm. and idols. And so the only name I could think of was this name, Elvis Blue. It was either going to f- totally bomb mm-hmm. or it could maybe work. But it felt right, and so I gave it a go. Next, that's, what a story. I'm going to cry. <laughs> it's a weird story. Do you know what's so weird about it? Is that sometimes things you think are very insignificant. Mm-hmm. Because now you're sitting in a little room in George, in the Western Cape, in a hospice mm-hmm. with someone. No one even knows about it. You think it's quite an insignificant meeting. But things like that, it's the small things often. Mm-hmm. That has the biggest impact mm-hmm. The things that no one sees mm-hmm. Often has the biggest impact on your life mm-hmm. So this kid Yeah, and this meeting Was actually something that completely changed my entire mm-hmm. life I think I think it had a lot to do with Because, you know I think it had a lot to do with what happened to me mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird So weird so Impacting lives Yeah, that yeah, should be Impacting lives, that relationships that love. Happened. love and love And that's, and, and that's incredible And And it goes back to busking in London and Scotland. Yes, man, that was fun, eh? Started out in Rosebank, eh? Really? Yeah, I was a Where? waiter <clears throat> at the pay points. Yeah. I was one of the first, because the security guards didn't actually know what to do with me. <laughs> they hadn't seen something like this. What is this dude doing here? <laughs> and I would just play. I had three songs. What were the three songs? I think The House of the Rising Sun mm-hmm. was one. Yes. Heaven <laughs> from Brian Adams. <laughs> yeah. Baby, you're all that I want. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm whoa, not whoa, whoa, whoa. Gonna, No, you're going to. You're going to. Because if Doreen did it, you're going to yeah, do I've it. I've already sang like three nah. times now, man. So, hold on. You're busking. Pretend this... Uh, when Babe. you're right here in my arms Finding it hard to believe We're in heaven And then someone maybe gives me f- four rand <laughs> Let me see what I've got Finish the song <laughs> No man, oh, okay, oh, you're giving me some money <laughs> Love right. is all that I need When you Oh, it's a 50 Here in my arms, oh. i got to sing <laughs> We're finding it hard to believe You know we're in Keep the 50, sing, please. <laughs> I've got my 50. Okay, so there I was, busking, and it was really fun, man. Mm-hmm. And so I took my guitar and uh, went over to Scotland and uh, I did the same London and did the same thing there at Bay Points, you know. Do you know, I did an interview with an incredible businessman called Clem Sunter. Yeah. And Clem started, he put himself through university busking in the subways of London. Wow. No one knows Clem can sing. Mm. Besides all the books and the how many, yes. the, how the dog found his watch or what, you know, I just get so confused. The monk found the Ferrari, he didn't write that one, but yeah. he wrote many, yeah. the yeah, turtle he's and He's one the, of the world's great futurists. Yes, correct. Mm. And he was busking in London as he was doing, making money for, for Oxford. This is, this is how it works, I guess. Yeah, I think so, eh? I think so. You kind of walk your little path and, Inspiration place. walks as you walk through everything you can take from it. Yeah. Because if nothing inspires you, what do you do? Yeah, that's true, eh? And you've got to be very diverse in this business. Yeah. You can go from presenting to producing beauty pageants to making great television programming. Okay. Thank you. But before that, yes, you taught. And in order to pay for your teaching, you're a domestic worker. I clean people's homes. White people's homes, black people's homes, and I'm still in touch with them. And that again comes back yeah, to this thing yeah. of relationships. I'm still in touch with those families. They all live abroad now, but they have these bonds with South Africa. They come back. They've bought property here, and they connect with me every time they come back. That's quite amazing, actually. Mm-hmm. Eh? It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Doreen, 
where did you realize that presenting that's what you wanted to do that you were going to take yourself and because the minute we all do this we're on a public public platform okay and when we reel about it there's a lot of ups there's a lot of downs and this world is something that I do every week and I explain to people that you're not just going to get there you're just not going to get that title and especially if you just get the like the voice or whatever it is I, I, I don't want to discount anyone from it but it's sometimes false hope because selling false hope is stupid because you can't deliver on it or you're not giving the tools for people to deliver on that tool or that gift when did you realize that you had the gift and that's what you wanted to do and you wanted to be on that platform I never did I never did. And that's one of my theories, that sometimes you don't see your latent talents. And very often it takes somebody to recognize that in you and then to take your hand and walk that journey with you. So in my case, I went for an interview at Naspers. I was tired of teaching. I wanted to be a secretary. And in the lift, I started speaking to somebody and uh, you know, I said, look, I'm applying for the secretarial post, not knowing that I'm speaking to the person who's meant to interview me. Mm. So, and this person turns out to be Chris Becker. Yeah. And he says, um, at the end of the interview, he says, you so, know. So you're in the lift? Yeah. And what are you asking him? Um, oh, we, we selected the same floor. Do you? Uh, okay. Do you, yeah, okay. Do so you it's like a, this coincidental. Yeah, just totally mm. coincidental. You know, yeah, do, you, do you, you happen to know uh, I'm here for this interview? I'm Certain course, Becca, you happen and it's him. To, to ah, that's him. And, Yeah, it's like, do you work here? I kind of, you know, yeah. waiting for the lift because he's on the executive floor, so it takes a long time for the lift to go there. And then at the end of the interview, he says to me, um, "You, thank you for coming in, but you're not getting this job." And I go, "Okay, all right, that's very rude." Uh, <laughs> it's very rude. And Chris. then, and then he says, um, "I think you need to be on television," and he scribbles down a number. And he says, um, "Wow, that's I'm going to, amazing! Actually, I'm I'm going to just keep this number. I'm going to get in touch with some people." Mm-hmm. And that same day, he calls me back, and he says, "On such and such a day, you have an interview, uh, an audition at such and such a time. You need to be dressed exactly the way you were dressed today, and enjoy, <sighs> have fun." And three weeks later, I was. That's on, insane, I man! I was on television. The first was first that your first black audition. First for audition anything. for anything, for anything. Wow, I was convinced it wouldn't last. <laughs> um, so I had no fear. I had absolutely no fear when I walked in. I was just going to like an hour before I went live on air. And in those days, SABC wants to like 4 million viewers guaranteed a night. And mm. I called a couple of friends and my family and I said, you need to watch television at such and such a time because I was convinced that it would be a once off thing. Mm-hmm. So I went and I just breezed through my evening and went back the second time. And the third time, then I started getting Nervous, like, mm. Ooh, this is serious. <laughs> this is becoming a job. <laughs> and then the backlash came because now I started getting mm. death threats and the SABC didn't keep it from me. Mm-hmm. They would show me these photographs of myself either torn to pieces mm. or like, you know, blood splattered or like a noose around the neck. And remember, black people didn't consider the police their friends in those days. Mm-hmm. You know, the police were there to harass you and to mm. persecute you, actually. 
But then again, I, I went to my mentor, I went to Kwesbeka and I said, listen, this is what's happening. What do I do? I feel very vulnerable because you had to walk out of the steps of the SABC into, down to Henley Road mm-hmm. and get into your car. And one of my fellow produ- uh, presenters, one night said something on air that offended somebody and the person actually came and gave them a tie clap. So I felt very, very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And Chris called Brixton Murder and Robbery Squad and spoke to the guys there and said, listen, who of you would be prepared if she called you? Who of you would be prepared to go to her aid? And two guys uh, put up their hands. So, yeah, having to have police protection to go Mm -hmm. and do your job because people have an issue. That's rock and roll. Because you are speaking their language and appearing on their channel. It's insane. My name is Alan Ford, this is cliffcentral.com and this is The Unview, where we are the thin, the rich and the fabulous. We're not sure exactly who we are through the process, but we're always fabulous. And it's really good to be with you this morning um, with uh, three very special guests in studio. Doreen Morris, presenter, producer, woman of the year, glamour woman of the year. Um, Elvis Blue, winner of Idols 2010. His new uh, song is called Spring on the album Stories. That's correct. It's uh, it's just you've, been released. You just got it. You nailed it. And Ryan Davillers, who's greedy and hungry for everything, and uh, is in one of the most phenomenal productions called Matilda. Every child has got to see this. And, and adults. Every every human. <laughs> sorry, every human being has got yes. to see this. And let me tell you the secret in Matilda, which I love, that you do, um, and that. Uh, Stephen Jabba does as well yes. Is that They make They say You must watch the TV Must watch the TV Must <laughs> Don't read books You're not going to get anywhere Watch the TV Doreen I'm sorry But I'm telling you Kids are like We need to read books <laughs> I walked out there going What books have you read lately like, <laughs> By the end of it like, Tuesday with Mario Oh my god I, have, I don't know anything In my head I don't have to even move a pencil Or a chalk It's it's exceptional. So thank you for being with me in studio. This is incredible, and I, it's such a pleasure and an honor. Um, Elvis Blue, what an inspirational story, and you're a dad. And what is it like now seeing your kids, uh, well, going crazy and seeing their dad as this icon? 2010 was an exceptional year for a couple of reasons. World Cup, incredible. <laughs> Nicole Flint won Miss South Africa. Madiba couldn't get up properly, but they put him on that uh, golf, golf cart. cart and went around yes. the stadium. Yes. I kind of remember stuff. I don't know how it happened. Amazing. I was there. This man won idols. Mm-hmm. And you weren't young, honey. <laughs> like, you weren't a youngster. The man was 31. <laughs> yeah, 30 years old. 30, yeah, and Ryan was writing matric. And yeah, Ryan was writing matric. <laughs> <laughs> in KwaZulu Natal. Um, in East London at East time. London Shame yeah. You really yeah. shifted it <laughs> What happened to you? Well, we'll come back to you in a second Isn't that incredible to think That Look where you've come Yeah it is wild eh um, I mean Yeah since I was young That's all I really wanted to do But um, it really is crazy Having kids uh, Is a wonderful thing I what mean, have they taught you? Remember, you're writing a letter to your parents yeah. to ask them the questions. You've got to ask me. the question to yourself and imagine what they're going to... I look, I look at my parents so differently, eh? Mm-hmm. Like, like, I always thought my parents knew exactly what's going on and what's happening. And um, now that I'm a parent, I 
mostly don't have a clue what's going on or what I'm doing. <laughs> I love how honest. Isn't that great? But I'm really, I'm trying my best, but I don't know. I've, I haven't had kids before. Mm. So I often tell that to my I kids. I don't have kids. So I mean, yeah, I tell that to my kids. I, I've, I, this is my first time. I haven't had an eight year old or yeah. a five year old. I, I don't know. But I look so, it's so, so weird because now I look at my parents differently at what they actually did for me. That I wasn't aware of how much they thought of me uh, while I was fast asleep in my bed, you know. So it's taught me a lot about my own parents. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that's the biggest lesson they taught me. There's another lesson in it. <clears throat> Doreen, perhaps we can share something here. But sometimes you understand they only had the best tools they had with what they had to do with they could do with it. So those are the only tools they had. And so if you have the best intentions with the best tools, it might not have been perfect, but that, and that's how often you then start to not, well, forgive or go like, oh, no. Yeah, that's a okay. Yeah, it's, yes. yeah, my, my parents got divorced when yeah. I was, when I was five and we were four kids in the house and my mm. dad left. And, um, and now I've got two kids, and when I turned the age my dad was when he left, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I was thinking a lot about how his life was, you mm. know, and how little support they had in those days, you know, just to talk, even just to talk openly, mm -hmm. like have conversations yes. about what's happening in their lives, mm -hmm. like men, you know, mm. and, you know, so I was always very angry with my dad for leaving, but when I was the same age as him with only two kids in the house battling <laughs> yeah <laughs> mentally and you know my wife and i just kind of getting through it with nappies and finances and everything mm. and then i was like no man i can it still wasn't cool but i can see how it can quite easily roll happen. into something it could happen to mm. me too yes. you know so yeah it makes life it's weird when you're young you know a lot of stuff and when, you when get you're older, older, you don't know very little. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you get to the Sasa age, then you realize that you, <laughs> you know. You probably realize You know even less. Yeah. And then you do become, I think, kinder, gentler on yourself and towards other people. More forgiving. Yes. Yeah. yes. More understanding. And what you, what but then do you become okay with knowing less because at the moment yes. i feel like i know nothing and then I, no. but i'm so stressed about no that. no no then, no but it honey yeah. it becomes <laughs> totally all right cool yeah it, it becomes seriously does like, i'm completely okay like like yesterday i had to do this like tough voice over thing you know and then the agency's like are you happy with are you happy with that you know, I'm so happy with that. Do you yeah. think on my deathbed I'm going to think about <laughs> that the commercial so that I did today? <laughs> I think not. not. <laughs> I love that. That is so cool. Honestly, you just, just give yourself freedom. Mm. Your eyesight goes a little bit, so you don't see the imperfections in yourself. You look at yourself in the mirror like, ah, oh, God's handiwork mm. is fabulous. <laughs> I'm dating someone incredible. He really is. He's incredible. And I said to him, and he's gorgeous. I mean, he's just incredible. I'm like, I said, you know, my angel, you do know that this is, this is never going to be six foot four. It ain't going to be thin. It ain't going to be that, like, whatever. You're going to think. And he said, like, I really like dig you for who you are. And you go like, yeah, because I should dig myself. Because you do. Yes. You start to go like, mm, I can't. Get on with it. Yes. And you've got to have happiness and you've got to find joy. And 
the minute it doesn't work for you, you have to get mm. through it. Um, can Jan, I Yanni. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's the song you should have sung. That's a Really funny boss But Alan, on this on this thing of aging, can you imagine if I took over the pageant and tried to compete with those young, beautiful nineteen year old how stupid would that have been? You know, it serves it serves no purpose, you know. You need to be okay with who you are at your (laughs) God bless you. You are beautiful. (laughs) When you see him on stage, he is not that pretty. I promise you. It's just a role. It's just a role he plays. (laughs) All I'm going to say to you is when the man runs and jumps and does that flip across the whole stage, (laughs) it's incredible. Please go and see the show. We we, we have to. to. I'm telling you. I'm going to use my 50 rand that I've got. (laughs) No, don't worry. We can speak to Mark Sage. We can (laughs) speak to Peter Turin. We have to. My 50 rand, yeah. I'm trying to get hold of uh, uh, Jakob van Rensburg, the little prince. Have you seen the little prince? Not yet. I I believe it. Oh, it's so beautiful. And he's incredible. The number does not exist. So uh, clearly I put the road down the wrong number. Generally, I don't. But let's see. Um... Let's see, hold a second. You see, this is, this is what happens when you're all over the place. There we are. Let's check. 9-7, not 9-4. Got it wrong. Um, but it happens. <laughs> How you do, when you produce and direct yourself. It's tough, huh? You get this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it ain't yeah. easy. But that's our easy. lives in the digital age. Yeah. Remember before you used to have a, like a big team that went in to do a recording of any nature? Mm. And now with digital, it just makes it possible for you to just be portable and <coughs> do so but, many functions. But being authentic and doing the, the work properly. And I, I still want to explain something to you, a lot of people that you can all comment on. The discipline is important. You will never get on stage Elvis Blue and not make sure that the best is not around you. That's discipline. You would never create a television show on CakeNet or any other show for that for that matter, or a Miss South Africa in those, unless it was to the best perfection possible. As I produce myself and present myself, you, you understand what I'm saying right. to you. Ryan, you would never play Mrs. Transball every single night unless you could not do that perfectly. That's why the mechanism has to be perfect as you can do it. That's the key. Yes. If you think you're going to stand on a stage, sing a song and get away with it, I promise you, you've got two or three chances, if you're lucky. If you're lucky, because you get caught out. That's why the X factor and the talent mm-hmm. and what it is, is something exceptional. Mm-hmm. It's your, your, your lit gift. But if you cannot pull it off mm-hmm. constantly, you ain't got it. That's how simple it goes. So don't shoulda, woulda, coulda. It. And in this digital age, if you don't get it right, you end up being a meme. It lives on forever in cyberspace. Yes, you know, it'll come true. back to haunt you. Yeah, you'll be Millie Vanilli. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you'll be <laughs> Millie Vanilli. <laughs> or, or you could be Parliament. Parliament. <laughs> South African Parliament. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you could turn... <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're going bad. This is how it goes. So, opening at the Peter Turin Theatre... And we love what's happening throughout South Africa, by the way, in terms of theater and television and music. And we've got the best sitting in studio. Yaku van Rensburg, welcome to the show. Yaku, how you doing? Good morning, Alan. Good in yourself. Well, first and foremost, you know, I, I, I get so surprised by you every single time we chat because I can't believe what you're doing in one year. Firstly, Avenue Q was exceptional. You went on 
to create Peter and the Wolf. Now the little prince, the Christmas Carol comes out. And I'm going to tell you, as a producer, as a choreographer, as a whatever you are, brilliant. Um, <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> and in studio, we've got Doreen Morris, Elvis Blue, and Ryan DeVillers. And I, I kind of think, wow, Yaku, you took a leap of faith. The man took a leap of faith about two years ago from and, and turned the world upside down. And welcome to producing. Thank you very much. I'm learning as I'm going. <laughs> the Little Prince, tell us about it. So The Little Prince uh, is uh, entertainment that we created focused at, aimed at uh, 13-year-olds and older. Uh, we found that there was a lot of children's theater going on and there was a lot of grown-up theater going on, but there wasn't really something for the cool kids who don't necessarily want to identify as children, but they also don't necessarily want to get stuck into the sort of Shakespearean world and the, the mm. world of drama yet. So we decided uh, that The Little Prince was a, a palatable sort of thing for that age group, and we tried to turn it into a little mini-musical, what we call a mini-musical. Um, and it's not called mini because it's for children, it's called mini because it's an hour long. <laughs> and that's sometimes what you need, just stuck something, a quick, beautiful fix, which is lovely. Pardon, pardon? S- something that you need sometimes, you just need an hour of to tell the yeah, story. absolutely. Sometimes you yeah, think that you, sometimes a concert or a show can go on like for like two and a half hours, you're going, please cut out the seventh, the fifth song we bought. What the hell's wrong with you? You know? Sure. But it's also a tiny little book, so we didn't want to flesh it out. We just sort of wanted to get the message across. And it deals with, um, it's a very interesting piece of uh, writing, actually. Uh, the book is the most translated book uh, outside of the religious canon. Mm-hmm. It's been translated into 250 languages. Um, and it is very ethereal. It sort of deals with this um, aviator or pilot who crashes in the Sahara Desert and finds, comes stumbles upon this little boy who says, I'm not a little boy, I'm a little prince. And then they learn about life and love and lust. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a really cool introduction for, for parents if they want to open up a conversation about what life is all about with their children or with their teenagers. Have you been listening to the show this morning? I doubt, because you're probably get, getting ready for something. I haven't, I'm afraid, because I was waiting for your call. <laughs> Do you see? Do you see? Divine synchronicity. Exactly how it works. <laughs> Jakob van Rensburg, I want to tell you, the work that you do is is incredible, and uh, I want to congratulate you. And uh, I can't wait till the day we sit there and say, in terms of theatre, ladies and gentlemen, Janice Honeyman, Bernard Jay, Hazel Feldman, Jakob van Rensburg, John Carney, and the names go on and on and on because they're incredible. Definitely cool. Okay. And we want to add you to that list. So go and support the little prince. It's happening at the Peter Turin Theatre. It ends uh, this week. And uh, no, 25 uh, October. Oh, sorry. I, I lose so days. We've got three more weeks. November. 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 Excuse me. November. <laughs> Yaku, you're still November. stuck in Avenue Q with the puppets. What is wrong with you? Two? I am. It's crazy. Things happen very fast. Love you lots. Be good. Don't miss Little Prince happening at the Peter Turin Theatre. It's going to be, yeah, it's really exceptional. And he does exceptional work. And then the Christmas Carol's coming. And it's kind of, I love what they're doing with space and time and good stuff. I love good things. Because no one understands something. And I'm going to say this to you, Elvis Blue, and to you, Doreen Morris, and to myself, Alan Ford, and hopefully to you, Ryan DeVilliers, that being a producer is very, very hard. Producing your own music, doing the stuff that you do, getting across, 
and doing what you is it's not for sissies. Mm-hmm. I mean that. It's tough. It's very tough. Because you're paying the bills, and you're like, Phew, the money's not coming in on time, and you still got to get the team on stage, and you still got to got to do the stuff. But you know, the most important thing is that your resilience and the way you approach it, and you have use your friends <laughs> wisely, kindly, and be kind to other people. I promise you, it works well. It does, does it not? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Doreen, what can we expect uh, in the next couple of years? Ooh, um, next year, 25 years of democracy, mm-hmm. doing a big documentary about that, mm-hmm. just looking back on how far we've come. You know, have we delivered this Rainbow Nation dividend, especially from the youth perspective? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, some of us remember what, some of us could vote. Could you vote in the first elections? No. No, uh, no could I? No. I just missed it. Of course. I'm 70, 80, 79. See, see, so, yes. Sam so Ryan was nine. three. <laughs> nine. <laughs> no. When were you born? 92. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, Madiba, Elana Mad run the, co- the, 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 um, the Olympic, Olympic and got a, a silver medal. Barcelona Olympics, correct. And who, and Amy Kainans held the white flag at that. The Miss World pageant. Yeah. And at oh, the Olympics You've got such a good I don't know where it comes from You've just it's got such an incredible memory No, I was yeah. 14 I was kind of cute and chubby And nothing's changed much <laughs> <laughs> I've been pregnant since I was 8 I just haven't the, ge- the longest gestation on earth <laughs> I'd love to see what's born When, I, when it happens It's going to be incredible <laughs> Yeah, so I've got um, That big documentary coming up Touchwood still Like you say Producers still getting All of the finance In place um, because hopefully we'd wanted to go to air about the time when we go to vote mm-hmm. next year. It's also an election year. And then, um, two series, uh, coming up, uh, commissioned for SABC. And then at the moment doing another series of documentaries for Via TV, just profiling incredible people from the so-called Cape colored community, mm-hmm. unsung heroes. The most incredible stories. Last night we had a 114 year old man on. Wow, yeah. we, we got a chat because I got for other things up and it's so lekker. And for a, a soti like myself, <laughs> it's quite incredible. A, a lekker Lebanese soti, it's really really cool. <laughs> Elvis Blue, the album is stories. I love the fact that you called it that, and the song is spring. Yes, man. I think this is the seventh album mm-hmm. in the last eight years, and um, I just want to keep doing this, man. This is what I what I've always wanted to do since I was 15 years old. So uh, lucky to be able to do it, and uh, hope to to continue writing and telling stories with music for a long time. Do you have a, a show that people can come and help me here? Because <clears throat> I'm so confused. Yeah. Help Doreen and I. Sorry, Doreen, but I've got to be like in this category because mm-hmm. you're still in your 30s and yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Donnie's still in your 20s. We work it out later. Yeah. But I'll tell you something now. How do we download the stuff? We can't buy CDs anymore. What happened? Yeah, I mean, we're appling, we are tuning, we don't know how the cloud works. We're so confused. Yeah, you, Quick. Mu- you must just go on uh, on your preferred store, streaming store. So it's Apple, mm-hmm. so it's iTunes, or it's Jukes. And we got Elvis Blue yeah, Spring. Yeah, you can just search for Elvis Blue and uh, my, my gefreed gaan daar opkom. Yeah, lekker. You know, so you will see it. Or if you're old school. You can pop into your CD store, you can buy it, 
and have fun. Yeah, that's cool. That's kind of yeah, cool. You can have fun with it, you know. Put mm-hmm. it in your car if your car still has a CD player. I'm into the whole record thing. Ryan David is Matilda is exceptional. It is. And it goes <laughs> from on the second of um of it finishes here in Johannesburg at the Peter Serene and yeah, it moves off to Cape Town, your hometown. Yes. And uh wow, Cape Town's gonna be blown away by it. Yeah, I'm excited actually to go home and get, and see the response over there. But I think yeah, you know, people don't know people aren't ready. Like we were all saying the whole cast was saying um how like South Africa's not ready. They don't know. Like this production is just the quality. The kids are amazing as well. It's so inspiring to see the little kids like perform their hearts out every night. They're, and like when guys you're tired, brilliant. you just watch these little kids performing and you're like, no, 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 right? No, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't. So, yeah. So, yeah. And anything, fun. degree, becoming, what else? What is your, Shakespeare? You yeah, said you want to do I'm, that. I mean, everything. Yeah, I haven't, yeah. I haven't trained in Shakespeare. Greedy and hungry for everything. I read yes, it in an interview. Yeah, exactly. So whatever comes my way, like I'll audition for, not anything, but like, yeah. you know, anything exciting. Um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully, also venture into film and TV as well. Like, I'd really, I'd really enjoy that too. I want to thank my very, very special guest, Doreen Morris. We, I love you. Thank you for oh, coming. And you, oh, this is my surprise of such my, a privilege. I actually enjoyed you. this. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Elvis Blue, my, my friend, so much, bless man. you so, you. so very much. Ryan de Villiers, don't miss Matilda. Thank you. And you are thank like you. really an ugly woman. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, but a gorgeous man. But it's coming. It's honest. I'm not here to lie. You know, when someone's beautiful, you've got to say it. Uh, Jakob van Rensburg, the little prince, don't miss it. Uh, please, the pantomime is so superb. Yeah. Go and see it. I promise you, it's, it's mind blowing. Yeah. Um, plus everything that's going around, uh, around the country. Please take your kids. The TV ain't that good. Netflix, I, I'm with it, but kind of don't do it all the time. My name is Alan Ford. This is cliffcentral.com. Good morning to you. And to you, and especially to you. This is CliffCentral.com.